0: June 1st, 2020. It's finally summer. Pretty good so far. Um, But I came to do podcasting at the wrong time, sadly. And, uh, you know, now that I have more free time, being able to work out, study, don't have to worry about schoolwork, right? I just came back to a time where we are divided. We are divided but also trying to get together as a nation and in that sense you will you will know what I am talking about in this case scenario was that the man was murdered. He was. And then he got justice. Third degree murder, second degree manslaughter. Derek Chauvin on George Floyd. Held the man for 8 minutes. 8 or 9 minutes. The last 2 minutes, we can see that he was unconscious. Couldn't breathe. Saying, I can't breathe. And the other 3 officers didn't do shit. They decide, oh, you know, he needs some breathing. Maybe try not to, you know, make him suffocate right you know something like that but they decide to just stand there and then later the other two decide to put their knees right next to his body you know so four officers were fired from that four officers the other three haven't been charged yet but they will be charged soon the other is of course arrested will be face in prison with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. By the way, his wife divorced him. Expect. This thing we've seen so far in the United States has been around for some time. You know, this happens every day, sadly. But this one just happens to be the one that gets the attention. And it gets the attention to where we all say enough is enough. I don't like to talk politics. But this one is necessary. You know. You don't want to be silenced for what is happening as of right now. It's good to speak your voice. Whether you're from this side or that side. doesn't matter. We all agree on something at least. The man was murdered. He was. Sadly, there could have been a way to stop it. But those four officers had one person. They had one job. Protect and serve. And they failed at their position to do that. Two of the things. And they did. And you know what they caused? They caused a peaceful protest. Not just that. They caused violence... ...and chaos around the United States. People are coming to a peaceful protest. But then later come to a point where the other side decides... ...let's take advantage of this protest. We don't care about what you think. You know what we care? We will loot your business. We will loot and destroy our city. We will do whatever is necessary to bring justice to George Floyd. That is some people's argument. They're burning their cities down because they want justice for George Floyd. How how does that solve anything? That doesn't solve shit. You are destroying the family's business. You're destroying their income. You're destroying the city itself, you're causing chaos, and not just that, you're making the peaceful protests in the beginning a bad cause. Sadly, there's another side to it. There's peaceful protests, and sadly, some police rioters thought it'd be good to try and get these people, you know, push them back. And sadly, you know where this ends up in? The system. The US system, the justice system, the system itself that holds accountable of the police system. If you're thinking, I'm on this side or that side, it doesn't matter. What matters in the end is that they need to fix the system. It's, it's a matter of when the politicians up there in Washington decides there's time for a change. You know what? Screw screw that constitu- constitution BS. It's time for a change. You don't want to stuck you don't want to be stuck in the old ways. Everything is changing. The future is changing. The economy is changing. The world is changing in a in a rapid pace. And you can't change your system. It's time. It's time for those to Change the system to where it is supposed to be. The system was created by white people. And the system of course. And I'm sure there's some color people involved. But mostly the white people. Not all cops are bad. And I know that sentence makes people mad. Not all cops are bad. But this is just... This just happens to be one of the bad cops' situation. And how do we fix it? We fix the system. Man, Derek Chauvin had 18 misconducts. Dude should have been fired in the first place. So did Dulau. So did the other officers. If they had suspicion or misconducts or complaints, they should have been fired in the first place. The system failed at that. And that's why they, they need a change. This is why they cause a protest. This is why people said enough is enough. This is why it caused riots. And it all comes down to the system. I don't care what side you're on. I'll be honest with you. But the thing is that the side that we need to be on is to fight for justice. Fight for the family. Fight for those who were destroyed. Fight for the people who got looted, who got rioted. Fight for George Floyd. Also, fight for those who should have been, who should have not been shot in the first place, even though they were complying. Fight for the change in the justice system, in the system itself, because this is the reason that it caused this. You want a system to where it's balanced. To where you detect the people who shouldn't be there in the first place. For example, Baltimore police do have some KKK police members. and And that's a pretty scary part for some people. If you're a color people, you should be scared. Because who knows if you ended up getting pulled over. Would that man be nice to you or would he charge you? Or, or, or would he even go that far to not even see your lives again? You know, thing is that this also makes the situation of good cops looking like bad cops. It gives them a bad reputation. It gives them that when I see a cop now, I think he's bad. It gives them those who went into this career to protect and serve looks bad. It makes those good cops looks bad. You might be seeing you might be saying well you're in this side and that side, doesn't matter. I'm talking from all sides, from both sides. It's good to look in both and when you look at both you understand why things are the way it is. We can all agree that man was murdered. We can all agree he deserved justice, we can all agree that enough is enough, and that we need to get together. And sometimes, when you're in a country full of diversity, things like this happens, sadly. And the only way to do that, the only way to fix that, is to fix the justice system. To fix the system that was implemented in the first place, to target a base of color. This happens every day. It does. But this happens to be one where it got attention and people said, enough is enough. And it's time for that change. Moving on. June 2nd, 2020. With things going on aside, George Floyd funeral will be paid by Boxer himself, Floyd Mayweather... Um, he asked the family if he could pay for their funeral and they gladly accepted. Good on you, Floyd Mayweather. June 2nd, 2020. We can all agree that Twitter is one of the most toxic platforms on the internet. It's probably one of the most toxic platforms. Reddit are people who try to act smart, but they're not actually smart. You know, there's people who act smart, but they felt like they're smart. That's Reddit for you. Um, I'm pretty sure some people are smart in there, but, you know, they write long-ass sentences like they were some lawyer or attorney that has just come to Reddit. Reddit is um, a place where you can waste time and look at what people have to say about their thoughts and opinions. Instagram really is is a place where it's great. The only problem is that... um, you you get to you get run into a lot of sex bots sadly you know you go in the comments like um mostly you see in sports pages like oh you see um you should check out my nude photos like bitch i don't give a fuck about your nude photos okay i don't i could care less about that bs and you know what it's not even a real it's not even a real profile you know not a, even a real instagram account instagram can't fix that for some reason you know so if they can if they can be able to fix that, holy shit, is the world a better place for Instagram. And can we get rid of that dude, Mason Ray Parker, who keeps saying anyone else is high as fuck right now on Instagram? That guy is the most annoying guy on earth. I mean, I could block him. I I, I will probably will later, soon. But the thing is that dude, dude says anyone else high as fuck right now on, you know, there's times where he would say that in the most important posts about social movements, etc. Um, you know, he hasn't done that on the Black Lives Matter thing that is going on, but he, he has done this before, and, you know, it just shows the ignorance from him. Don't like the dude, honestly. And that dude too, annoying. Um, the other white white boy I can't name of, um, same thing, but in all seriousness, I'm getting out of context. Twitter is one of the most toxic plat- platforms on earth. And if you're wondering, why don't you just delete Twitter? Well, for me, having Twitter is knowing what people really think and what they see, you know, and it's where a bunch of the news I get from my phone. Usually, if I go on my Chromebook, I get Microsoft Edge news, which is pretty good too. And usually, I like to see things from both sides. But sadly, when it comes to Twitter, they have a very liberal bias. And you can see that a lot. Um, especially, every tweet you see will be something about the president. It's true. It's true. Whether, um, you know, I don't care if you like him or not. I don't care what he says about this or that. We can all agree that Twitter has that liberal bias and that people don't really like the president on that platform. They don't like him, you know. And there's a thing that went on a while ago about, um, about how they are... Deplatforming right-wing activities in the social platform of Twitter. Well, I, I'm not sure about that, but the thing is, I don't see a lot of right-wing people. You see them here and there, but the thing is that Twitter is so biased. You know, it's just not a great place. You know, to even being argue against a liberal because you'll just get shit on. Definitely, if you're a right-wing, this is not a good place for you. But it's a pretty good place. If you want to trigger people if you if you feel you have the audacity to trigger people feel free but um to get to the point there was a um there was a post I saw um people are now comparing um a picture from Adolf Hitler a while ago him holding his hand not in not in his seek hell right seek hell stance what I mean is that you know his arm raised up you know his showing of dominance, not that kind of pose, but his his hand was up high in the air, right. And someone photoshopped a Bible right next to the picture, and then they compared it to the president holding the Bible. And then people are calling the president a fascist for holding the Bible. So when you get a lot of things out of context, people people will get really mad because. Whoever did this, they, they got a lot of attention. They said, oh my God, this will make liberals really mad. You know, this will make them see that, oh my God, Hitler holding a Bible and Trump holding a Bible during the crisis of the riotings right now. Oh my God, it really shows he is a fascist, right? So people like to take things out of context. And be clear with me, whenever the president says something, or does anything whether it's positively or negatively mostly when he does something positive it doesn't matter people will give him shit because that is the reality of when you have a divided nation and you say this and that there's a problem that you you are going to create from the other side you know right wings they love it left wing they don't love it right so you see there's a there's a dividing between this country and the president itself, and, you know, and the Twitter platform in general. So, I just want to say that, you know, when he, whatever he says or does, people will get mad. And that's the sad truth, but, you know, knowing him, he doesn't care about your feelings. He cares about results, and that's just how the president is, you know. Um, if you're wondering what my political opinions on him is, I could care less. I like to look at things from both sides. And I talk to you from both perspectives right there. This is a very political podcast I've been doing, but it's a good thing to get aware of where things are and why are things the way it is as of right now. Let's move on. June 2nd, 2020. So a lot of the stuff that is going on right now with this protest, we can see that people are delaying some stuff. As of right now, for example, Apple Music, you can't go through your For You page. You can't browse um, new music that you want to listen to. But you can search new music, which is good. What we can see trending on Apple Music is This Is America, expected, NWA and NWA. Why NWA? Because they addressed this a long time ago and it just came up. And if you look at their, um, at their message, they said, in steadfast support of the black voices that define music, creativity, and culture, we use ours. This moment calls upon us all to speak and act against racism and injustice of all kinds. We stand in solidarity with black communities everywhere. Hashtag the show must be paused, hashtag Black Lives Matter. And Modern Warfare is doing the same thing. Most most of the people are doing the same thing as of right now. You know, good good on them, good on them to raise awareness. But the only problem I have with the people who makes Infinity War and Modern Warfare is when you give a 30 gigabyte update that is unnecessary even though when the game came out, it had 110 gigabytes. Which I think is pretty bad and are ruining storage. What that doesn't matter, but in all seriousness, people are coming together on social medias to raise this awareness and to finally say enough is enough to change what is right. Now it's the matter of time of when the politician decides to change it. Moving on, June 2nd, 2020. Instagram right now and all over the world are having hashtag BlackoutTuesday. People are blacking out their profile picture and posting pictures to raise awareness, which is expected. And um, usually uh, during this crisis times, things will happen, and this is one way to raise social awareness, but I think posting a black square isn't going to make a lot of um, impact unless you sign a petition or do something or maybe just give bit of dollar to the George Floyd family and the communities that are impacted by this. You know, I think it's a great cause, but it's just that there, there needs to be more stuff on to work on, which is um going on right now on Instagram. And I also wanted to mention that Kendrick and J. Cole were also mentioned during this time. Um, if you don't know, these are two hip-hop rappers, and uh, I want to give a credit to Blackie Speaks, great channel, who talks about the hip-hop industry and the rappers. He's a very good YouTube YouTuber that does hip-hop commentary, love him, um, does great stuff. Go check him out if you're interested in hip-hop or trying to get into hip-hop and understanding how people are in hip-hop in, in general. Go check him out. But there was a video of him talking about J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. And it's surfacing and people were wondering, what is J. Cole doing? What is Kendrick Lamar doing? And then later, people were um, posted, uh, People saw J. Cole posted an Instagram picture of him protesting for George Floyd's death, which is a good cause. And then now people are wondering, where is Kendrick Lamar? For me, it doesn't matter. What he's doing is that he already... Has talked about this in his album. And if you want him to say something. He already has said something a long time ago. To a Butterfly. A great album. Listen to that today for a second time. I wanted to go visit back. On why it's one of the most important albums of the decade. And one of the best. And why it addresses the needs of. You know. Black on black crime. um, Gang. Gang banging. Um. His family in general, Compton, you know, the police, you know, all of the things he addresses that is going on right now. If you want to listen to something that is important, best you listen to, to Pimp a Butterfly and check out his other stuff, you know, people. Really are desperate and wasting their time trying to find a way to tell this person to say something when in reality he already says something. You should stop doing that, and because you know, if they wanted to say something, they would have said something already. You know, Ken, I, and I'm sure if they if you think that they're just ignoring this, he's not ignoring this. Knowing Kendrick Lamar, who talks about this kind of issues for a long time. He's not going to be ignoring this. He's going to be talking about it. He's probably making an album of what is going on as of right now, you know. And really, the best way is to just leave him alone and just let him be because he, he has already addressed this and many people are coming out to address this even more. In that all lighter aspects, because I've been talking about this with the writing going on, Um, really, um, there's been some uh videos of... Um, Protester hugging uh, police rioters, and so far, um, it makes me really smile, you know, because during these rough times, people from different sides can all need a hug in some ways, you know, and there was one time, a person who was protesting was hugging uh, the police rioters blocking the way, you know, he was hugging this person, the other person, and then there was another person mad at him for doing that, like, dude, he's just trying to raise awareness, you know, even in these rough times, there's times where you just need a hug sometimes, and, you know, I like seeing those kinds of things, you know, and in all lighter aspects, this will soon come to a good ending, I I just hope, you know, and the best ending is that justice will be served in some way or form of another, and that... There will be a change to the system. Moving on, June the third, twenty twenty. With all things going on around the world, the um the tiger industry has been a little bit quiet of as of lately. What I'm talking about is the tiger king. So, usually I, I I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but I thought it'd be good today. So yesterday. Um, Cara Baskin was in, uh, was in court. She's from the show Tiger King, and she was, uh, she's not a big fan of Joe Exotic and how he handles, um, his tigers, et cetera, but you gotta understand, both of them were for the money, and, you know, in some ways, they were just trying to keep tigers in captivity. Basically, the show was how big cat breeding has, um, impacted the tiger industry and captivity itself, so, early this week, Baskin won control of Joe's Exotic former 16-acre sue in Oklahoma as part of her lawsuit settlement against the imprisoned Tiger King star. Baskin has sued Exotic for trademark infringement. So, they had a battle about copyright and how Joe Exotic copied this and that, you know, so... Joe Exotic is not happy, he's not gonna be happy about this, that bitch Carol Baskin decided to take my sue, unacceptable, right, so, you know, uh, it is what it is, and, um, it's not a good look for Joe Exotic, of course, since he's in jail, which is pretty ironic, considering how, you know, how the show started, and how he ended up in jail in the first place, so, um, yeah, it's, now she has control of uh, Joe Exotics, zoo. and what I don't know what will go from here. And Jeff Long, who was in the show, Jeff Lowe, actually, will not be surprised by the ruling to grant control of Sue's land to Carol Baskin. He has no plans to clear up Tiger King Zoo for Carol Baskin. So, yeah, um, it, it's she has a really weird name, and the way she acts in the show is weird. And they're still talking about her missing husband. Um, so it's it's a little weird, but um yeah, that's what's going on in the tiger industry as of right now. Tiger King is a great Netflix documentary. I'd recommend you check it out. Let's move on. June third, twenty twenty. So I woke up this morning, um, just looking scrolling through Twitter and I was wondering what is going on in the sports world and bad timing I was p I was posting on my Instagram story about how, um, I'm a Broncos fan, by the way, and head coach Vic Fangio, he, um, he was praising, and, you know, and he was telling how the cop should have been guilty, which we all agree, excuse me, and then the next day, I saw three to- 3,000 tweets on Vic Fangio, and I was wondering, what the hell is going on, I thought, my coach said something right, right, and then all of a sudden, he came out with a statement, I haven't checked the video, but there's this one particular sentence he said, and was that, I, ha- I haven't witnessed any racism in the NFL, people went mad, and I was wondering, how is he gonna respond to this, and, um, Usually, uh, when I was looking through it, I think he meant the locker room. Mentioning that when you're in full of a locker room for, full of multiracial people, blacks, whites, whoever, you, you are having one goal and that is one thing in common. Is that to win and get a championship. And to bond together as a team and make sure you ride all the way to glory and victory. I think that's what he meant. And when he came out with a, a, a apology statement, which I'll read to you um, right here. After reflecting on my comments yesterday and listening to the players this morning, I realized what I said regarding racism and discrimination in the NFL was wrong. While I have never personally experienced those terrible things firsthand during my 30 years in the NFL, I understand that many players, coaches, and staff have different perspectives. I should have been more clear, and I am sorry. I wanted to make the point yesterday that there is no color within the locker rooms. I agree. I have been in or on the playing fields I have coached on. Unfortunately, we don't live or work only within those confines. Outside of those lines, both in the NFL and society, there's a lot of work to be done in the areas of diversity and providing opportunities across the board for minorities. As the head coach, I look forward to listening to the players both individually and collectively to support them and work hand-in-hand to create meaningful change. There you have it. And right when I saw what he said that he didn't experience that first take, Stephen A, went on Vic Fangio, and um, of course, Max uh, Max Killerman was trying to defend that. Um, what he meant was the locker room, but if he really meant what he said, then he's wrong. Um, if you don't know, in the NFL, we see a trend or that's been going on continuously that executives, um, general manager, um, owners, is particularly white. And that is true, because back then, usually football were mostly um, generally owned by white people. There's not a lot of black owners, there's not a lot of black coaches, right? And to prove one point, you know, if you're not a good coach, they're gonna fire you. So, but that has nothing to do that with that, right? So, um, we can see a problem within the executive management between colored people and I think that's one side that Vic Fangio um, didn't realize. But, you know, he wanted to open his eyes. And people was really mad. And now um, people were trying to tell him this and that. And, you know, I, I am glad he understand and sincerely apologize, You know, and he was wrong what he said. You know, what he said regarding racism in the locker room, he is right, is that, There's no racism. We are all friendship and brothership together and only have one goal. And that is to win a championship and win together and bond together as a team. But if he's talking about the whole NFL in general, then we can understand where he is coming from. And people right now are saying, oh, he is just saying that because he's trying to protect himself and apologize. At least he apologized and understand that he is wrong and he's gonna make sure he looks at it from the other side. And that's good on Vic Fancio. Not a lot of people can do that. And you know, and I praise our coach. I think he's a great coach, you know, and you know, people make mistakes and you know it's just one of these where you know it triggers people. So the best we can do is just move on. June fifth, twenty twenty. I think it's been two days since I've recorded, but, um, you know, with all the things that's going on inside, a lot of people are coming together, and finally, um, you know, I want to bring up some positives, I always like to end a podcast with a positive, what's up, Titan, that's my, that's my boy, German Shepherd, he's, a uh, um, you can't see him, of course, but, um, you can hear him a bit, but not really, um, he is a, uh, he's a German Shepherd, um, a working class German Shepherd meaning. He's a type of German Shepherd that looks different. So usually the um The fashion class I forgot what it's called looks like the normal canine dogs you see so pretty cool guy Um, But in all seriousness, um, you know people are coming and trying to be you know united and see a lot of positives now after this event has happened so Back in June first, um, I told I told that uh that we need a justice, and now we got justice for um for the four officers that were charged, and um Derek Chauvin, his third degree murder has been changed to second degree murder. So there's there's some positives there, and also the four officers um got their mugshots released and they are now arrested and i'm just not sure how they will survive the prison life if if it gets to it you know how what how are they going to tell the inmates what i did was wrong you know so you know prison world is a bit different in there so you know they they are either going to have to adjust to it or they might die in there we'll, we'll have to find out but the thing is that that's one positive for those who wanted justice. And it's just one one piece of it. But, you know, people will do whatever to get more justice for those who got shot for no reason. You know, for those who were compliant, you know. So, really, we just have to find out. And um, good news from today, um, Michael Michael Jordan and the Jordan... Um, brand will be donating $100 million to the Black Lives Matter Association, those to help black inequalities. Good news The Weeknd also donated $200,000. You know, a lot of positives are going to this. People are donating millions and millions, which is a great step. And you know, we are seeing more people united than before. Usually, Back in the 60s, you know, when Martin Luther King was dealing with segregation and <clears throat> and just black inequalities and racism that was still continuing. You know, most of the people who protest were usually black. You see some whites in there, but then they would get criticized for trying to defend people of color. But when you should be wondering is the character Of the person, not the color of their skin. But sadly, in a time where, you know, we see color, it's hard because we see these stereotypes and the racism, you know. And the best way is to try and ignore it. But, you know, there will always be that one person or more who will look at it from a color perspective and not a character perspective. So, but that's a positive thing we see is that more people from all race are coming together and banding together for better systematic <clears throat> system for this country and justice for the people, you know, and for those on high authority. Now we just have to find out what is Washington next move, you know. And also a good side note is also um, the SpaceX has launch launched their um one of the rocket launchers. I forgot. I think it was the Falcon or something like that. Anyways, <laughs> I think I forgot the name, but they were able to land two two dudes back into the International Space Station. Congrats to them, you know. During these times, you know, when there was when there was the space um the space race, um people were wondering, "Why are we spending so much?" so much money and budget into space and why are we doing it for the reason during that time there was a cold war between the u.s and russia the ussr to be to be exact and um during that time they were throwing threats at each other people were um in the u.s were practicing drills to go down under you know if the russians ever decide to put a bomb in the US, you know, so there was this missile thing going on between I have a bigger rocket than you, I have a bigger rocket than you, you know, the the things go on, and people are wondering why would we go into a space race, and the reason for that is fear, and it's true, if you watch a 20 minute video on Netflix, um, History 101, great great um <clears throat> great 20 minute videos about 10 of them i'm actually on episode 3 about pollution in the ocean you know just learning some stuff here and there thing is that when we were in fear of something we do anything outside to succeed in something such as the space race and you know the russians did it first but the main reason the us won was when they landed on the moon, you know, the Russians were to be first in the orbit, to have a satellite in orbit, they had first, 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 and right when the U.S. landed on the moon, that's when they became a clear winner, you know, whether they landed on the moon or not, Um, you know, that's another day of debate, but, you know, we'll just have to go with it because that was our history, you know, and they even believed it, and for me, if we had the international station, you know, up there, why, you know, why wouldn't we land it in the moon on the moon in the first place, right? You know, the reason the international space station is there, if in my opinion, is because of the moon. And um, as of right now, those p- two people who landed or got or got able to be um. Launched into space to go to the International Space Station. Now, um, you know, around this time is incredible. It's been a while since since NASA has launched something. And now SpaceX were able to do that. And usually it involves budget, a lot of money, a lot of resources wasted. And, you know, sometimes when resources is wasted, you want to make sure you give every opportunity to benefit from those resources such as landing in international space station. so that's a big positive you know and usually as of right now we just have to see where things goes from here and all i can say is that a lot of positives are coming out of this but the thing is that COVID is still here and we just got to be careful of it and the best way is to just go into phase 1, 2, and 3, and just, you know, continuously, you know, come out slowly and affect the spread of this virus that is going on in the world right now. But we are seeing a lot of positive from the George Floyd situation. And outside of it, the SpaceX just landed in the ISS, which is a great thing, you know, People were ignoring a bit, and I just wanted to share some positives there, because uh, if you're wondering why they are not landing in the moon by 2024, it's because they have to study the bodies, basically their own bodies, of how, how adulthood, or here, let me just say it, how their bodies, how human bodies interact in space. And they have to see what it does, how it functions, etc. Right? You know, they have to do this experiment here and there. That is why we have the International Space Station. Before we could put people on the moon and have it there. You know? So, just po- some positive asides there. You know, a lot of people coming in together now. And, you know, it's a great thing as of right now. Is that we need to come together as best as we can. Because we know we don't know what's 2020 is going to give us again, you know. It's only it's June 5th and you know, the next 25 days or so, we are not sure what's going to be the next worst news that we have to hear. You know, we're going to hear a lot we're going to hear some good news, but we're going to hear a lot of bad news and the best we can do is try to find way of positivity, you know. And Sometimes to balance negativity, you need that positivity. And that's the biggest thing in life right now is that everybody needs that positivity. Whether you're down or some positivity is where it is. You know, read a book, meditate, try something new, you know, listen to music, do something that makes you enjoyable, you know. Try to find something that benefits yourself, that you feel positive, you know. Sometimes it's not to look at um, the social media as much because really people are all over the place when it comes to opinions. They have this voice, they have that voice, etc. But you know, the best way to come together right now is positivity and I'm seeing that and I hope to see more. This is the Great Asian Podcast for the the weekday recap and I'll see you on the weekend recap of June 2020 and so on. I'll see you guys.